sowing and reaping. Uh, that's life. Life is about sowing and reaping. If you sow what is good, then you'll reap what is good. If you sow what is not so good, then you'll reap disaster in life. If you sow potato, you'll reap potato. If you sow tomato, you'll reap tomato. From a pear tree, you cannot expect apples. Sowing and reaping. That was what Jesus said. You will know them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorns or figs from thistles? In the same way, every good tree bears good fruit, but the bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Life's simple truth. That was what St. Paul said in today's passage. If you sow to your own flesh, you'll reap corruption from the flesh. But if you sow to the spirit, you'll reap eternal life from the spirit. He said, sow to your flesh, sow to the spirit. It's almost like a, within us there's flesh and spirit, and it's like a field. If you sow to the field of flesh, then you will reap corruption. But if you sow to the field of the spirit, you will reap eternal life. He said, your own flesh. So since we say, I hear a word flesh, we think it's a body. But when Paul uses the word flesh, he uses it very specifically. He uses the word starts, not soma. Soma is a body, which is just body. But sarks is a flesh, but it is more like a sinful nature or sinful desires. So if you sow to the sinful desires, what you are going to reap is disaster and destruction. Don't follow hatred. Anger, jealousy, greed, guilt, selfishness, and self-righteousness. If you sow to these things, you will become very unhappy. You will, all the, these things will take joy out of you. Take away joy out of you. Don't sow to these things. Sinful desires. So to the spirit. So to the spirit. Cultivate your spiritual life. So what is good? Like trust, forgive, humility, love, hope, and do what is good. These things, you sow to them. Then, you will restore the spiritual life and you will restore happiness. Your life will change. You'll become filled with joy. You don't have to do anything to be joyful. You just sit there and you feel joyful. 
Because joyful is not something you do. Joyful is something that you feel at that moment. So even if you don't do anything, you feel joyful. When you sow to these good things, then joy will be restored in you. And you realize, hey, life is really worth living. Life is good. Life is worth living. You realize how, how much you appreciate life that you're enjoying. Be in touch with the spirit. The spirit is within you. Be in touch. And be in tune with the spirit. Then you can feel the guiding hands of the spirit. And follow that. You can sense the spirit telling you giving you feeling and showing you and making things happen. When you're in tune with the spirit, you can sense that spirit. I, I told you before, but like a famous conductor in front of orchestra, when they hear that uh, sound, they, they know exactly which part is some, some, a little bit off. Whether it's oboe or flute or whatever, you're a little off. They can hear that. They can sense that. But for us, when we hear that, oh, sounds great. But conductor, they hear every single sound. Why? Because they are in tune with the music. They hear it all the time. So they're in tune with the music. So they know exactly when something is off. Same thing with the spirit. When you're in tune with the spirit, when you are living with the spirit, you see guiding hands of the spirit. Or sometimes you can completely ignore spirit, spiritual life. Completely ignore spirit and you just do everything as you feel like, as you know it's good. Be in being tuned with the spirit. Follow that. My friends, don't expect the result when you don't put in any effort. Don't do that. Because you won't get anything. Don't expect the result, good result, when you don't put in good seeds. Don't build your life on fortune or luck. That's pathetic. I mean, once, once in a while, good luck happens. Yeah, that's good. We like it. But don't depend your life on that. Don't depend on your life on fortune or luck. Don't expect a healthy body when you don't eat good food, when you don't exercise, when you abuse your body. Don't expect good body, healthy body. In the same way, don't expect spiritual life when you don't do anything to sow to the spirit. You know, modern life, many times I realize that that spiritual aspect of life is completely ignored. I think that's very sad. Because we are more than material beings. We are spiritual beings, and yet we put aside spiritual things completely. We don't do anything. We do everything else. 
to improve our life without improving the spiritual life, which is the core of good life. So if you want to be spiritual, then do something about it. Just once a week to come to church and then you comfort yourself saying that I'm spiritual, that's a fooling yourself. Deceiving yourself. Let us not deceive ourselves. Spiritual life is something that you need to cultivate every day. It's not something that you do once in a, once in a week. That's why St. Paul said this. Do not be deceived, my friend. God is not mocked. For you reap whatever you sow. I hope that all of you become spiritual. Be spiritual people. That's what being a Christian is all about. Oh, yeah, yeah, I say that. I'm a Christian, but we don't do anything about our spirituality. That's sad. That's sad. I want to reap the eternal life. I want to understand the eternal life. I want to feel the eternal life. I want to have the assurance of the eternal life. I don't want to know the eternal life just as a vague theory or formula. Oh, yeah, if you believe in Jesus, you have the eternal life. It's like a, uh, some kind of formula. Or what is that word that you say? Anyway, I don't want, want to know eternal life as a vague formula. I want to taste it. I want to feel it. I want to live it. I want to live the eternal life. Then I have to sow to the spirit. Because St. Paul says so. If you sow to the spirit, you reap eternal life. But sowing to the spirit, I realize, is a discipline. It's not what you experience. It's not what you feel. It is a discipline. It's a hard practice. But when you put in hard practice, then you will see the good results. As I said at the retreat, probably uh, one of the best cellists in the world right now is Yoyoma. You know, when I hear Yoyoma, I mean, simple song that I know. I've heard other times I could be easily bored. But when he plays, when his hand touches it, I hear it, I feel the music. I feel the emotion. If somebody else played it, probably it's boring. But when he plays it, it really touches my soul. That's what great, greatest musicians do. And you know what? Yo-Yo Ma 
still practices scale every day. He still practices scale every day. Like an elementary student. When I see elite athletes, I get so inspired by them. How could they make such a difficult move in a so easy way? Oh, yeah, I, I think I can do it. When I see them move, yeah, I think I can do it. But when I try to do it, no way. But they do it so easily, so simple. I get so inspired by their uh, move, movement. But you know, behind it, there are a lot of practices, many painful stories of failure, tears, sweat. That's why I admire them. I, I respect them. Because they put so much into it to make that simple move. They have a routine to have a good sleep and then they have a certain food uh, that they eat. They exercise. They, they, have a, they regimentally, they follow this routine. Haruki Murakami, uh, one of my favorite uh, authors. Many books, beautiful books. He said, every day I wake up at four and starts writing. Every day. Not once in a while. No wonder why his book touched me. It's not just because he's talented. It's not just because, oh, I got this good idea and he, he just uh, uh, wrote down uh, book, uh, books. No. He put in every day. Wake up four o'clock in the morning and write several hours. This is what he said. The repetition itself becomes the important thing. It is a form of mesmerism. I mesmerize myself to reach a deeper state of mind. Even the novelists, elite athletes, musicians, they all put in something to get the result. They're honest. We Christians, what do we do? We don't put in anything and expect to be spiritual. We can pretend to be spiritual. We can pretend to be loving. We can pretend to be spiritual. But are we really spiritual? What do we do to be spiritual? Do we put into that kind of effort to be spiritual? And then we say, oh, I want to be spiritual. Are we honest? Let us not deceive ourselves. Nothing comes easily. What you sow, you reap. Simple as that. What you sow, 
you reap. So a good thought, you will reap. A good act. So a good act, you reap a good habit. So a good habit, you reap a good character. So a good character, you reap a good destiny. This was what one old English novelist, Charles Reed, said. He lived in 1800s. So a good seed, you reap a good fruit. To the Philippians uh, congregation, St. Paul said this. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Think about these things all the time. Sowing can be painful. Yes. So when you sow, you sow it in tears. But there will be a time when you will reap with joy. Psalmist eloquently and poetically said this truth. May those who sow in tears Reap with shouts of joy. Those who go out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, carrying their sheaves. Beautifully expressed. You sow it in tears, you reap it with joy. That should be life. You sow it in tears and you reap it with joy. Lastly, sometimes we wonder, whatever we put in, what if it is waste away? Does it make any difference sometimes? All we do is uh, we labor in vain. There's a servant uh, who comes out in Isaiah. There are servant songs in Isaiah. Uh, and then this servant, God said uh, uh, to him this, you are my servant, Israel, in whom I'll be glorified. Then the servant said, said this, but I said, I have labored in vain. I've spent my strength for nothing and vanity. Sometimes we wonder that too. We feel like we have labored in vain. All week I prepare sermon. It's not easy, even simple uh, sermon, even uh, this simple uh, sermon, very difficult to uh, craft it and to write it. And when I see people falling asleep often, I have labored in vain. What have I done? They don't listen. Why did I put so much effort into it? I... At least 10 times, after writing it, I at least 10 times I read this. From the beginning to the end. About 10th time, oh, should I, should I do it again? I still do it. 
10 times I read. After read or writing it. Sometimes you will wonder what we do. We labor in vain. When you feel like that, go back to the basic. What is that basic? You reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. Believe that. You do your best, but leave result, the result in God's hands. God will make sure that your good works will not be wasted. Believe that. Your good works will not be wasted. God will do that. That's what St. Paul believed. This is what St. Paul said. So let us not grow weary in doing what is right. For we will reap at harvest time if we do not give up. And then St. Paul said to, the, uh, this, uh, uh, to uh, the people in the uh, Corinthian congregation, he said, I planted, a, I planted Apollos water, but God gave the growth. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives growth. He believed that, radically believed that it is God who will bring, that, will bring the result. That's a radical belief that he doesn't matter what happens to me right now. It is God who will bring the result. That radical statement makes him go further. He said, even if we sow bad seeds, God will bring the good result. That's what he said. That's what resurrection is all about. This is what he said. So it is with the resurrection of the dead. What is sown is perishable. What is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a physical body. It is raised a spiritual body. If there is there is a, a physical body. There is also a spiritual body. We thank God for raising good fruit even when we have sown bad seeds. That's the goodness. Thank you.